we're on. <clears throat> well, amen. Glad to be here tonight. Uh, I'm glad all of you are here uh, as well. Uh, I did want to first off or start off by saying just be in prayer for Pastor and uh, Miss Kelly as they're away. Uh, I think it's definitely necessary for the pastor and his family uh, to get away at times and just to kind of re-energize and uh, just to uh, sink the family uh, in the home uh, as they need to be, especially as a pastor of the church. So be in prayer for them and their family. Uh, and also, in addition to that, I did want to publicly uh, tell everyone here at the church that on behalf of myself and my wife, we're extremely thankful uh, to go to the church camp last week. So uh, I enjoyed that. That was, that was a blessing to me. It really was. I know it was a blessing to my wife. And I know it was a blessing to everyone that was there. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I thank you all for your faithfulness uh, in investing in the next generation. Uh, that was just something that was on my mind. Uh, and I just want to make that... Um, just, just state that publicly, um, because I believe that the church here, they are, or everyone here is investing uh, in the next generation. That's completely necessary. So I just wanted to, to say that. But uh, today's text will be in Matthew. So if you will, turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. Um, but before I get into that, um, you know, something's been on my mind for a little while, and I feel that God has been working in my heart about personally. Uh, and and, it, and it's, it's a matter of priorities. And I believe in our lives as Christians, and even, uh, well, specifically Christians, I feel that our priorities are not, they're not in order. Uh, and, and, I, and I fall victim to this some days as well, but um, it seems that priorities in our lives, they're, they're not, they're not of, of heavenly value, eternal value. They're not of uh, the things that we should be uh, seeking day to day, so to say. That's that's where I'm going with this. Uh, and with that, um, you know, we need to get our priorities straight. You know, we we, we run through life chasing things, and uh, we live our lives chasing things. You know, spending energy doing this or doing that, and trying to seek self fulfillment, and trying to do all these different things in our life. Um, and we're missing the point, I believe. Um, and and, and I, I really hope that this this sermon uh, is a blessing to you and an encouragement to you. At, as it has been to me. So, uh, with that said, I want you to direct your attention uh, to chapter 6 of uh, the Gospel of Matthew, uh, verse 24, is where we'll start. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body more, or the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not. Neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewith shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. 
But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. What I want to do is uh, go back to verse 33, and I want to emphasize this verse tonight. Uh, it's been put on my heart and my mind, and it's just I've been meditating on it daily. Um, but yeah, I want, just, I want to go back to that verse again. Verse 33, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for uh, being able to come here freely. Uh, in a country where we're able to gather as a body and to worship you and to uh, sing praises and to uh, encourage and edify one another and to just worship you, Lord, and to uh, praise you and just all that we're able to do here, Lord. I'm so thankful for that, Lord. I pray that none of us ever take it for granted and uh, that we just cherish every moment that we have, Lord. Uh, and I just pray that uh, is is the message is preached this evening. I pray that you'll help me, Lord, and uh, just work in me and, and help me and uh, use me, Lord, in a mighty way. I pray that this message will just go forth and uh, will flourish in everyone's life, Lord, and that uh, you'll be seen and glorified in, in every one of our lives, Lord. And I just pray that uh, at this time that you'll just, just help me, uh, help me to uh, deliver the message the way that you want to deliver, Lord, and help me to deliver it also in the, in the right spirit as well, Lord. Help me to uh, stay focused and to deliver uh, what, what you've just worked in me uh, for the last several uh, weeks, just in meditation. I thank you, Lord, for the uh, fellowship that I've had and the, the time that I've been able to spend in your word. And I just thank you so much for having a copy of your word. And uh, just thank you uh, for your son, Jesus Christ, going to the cross for me. And I just pray that if, if there is someone here uh, that isn't saved, Lord, that they'll get that settled tonight and that they'll uh, put their faith and trust in you and live the rest of their days, Lord, seeking you. Uh, in your kingdom, and I just thank you, and I love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so, uh, you know, in the Gospel of Matthew, in, in chapters 5, 6, and 7, it's the Sermon on the Mount, okay? And a lot of scholars, they say that uh, the Sermon on the Mount was uh, the, the, the greatest sermon preached ever, and uh, the sermon that Jesus preached. And, and in that, uh, you could pretty much, I guess, theme... Uh, the Sermon on the Mount is uh, Jesus giving the, the way to live and how we should live in, in, in faith and obedience and being able to walk with the Lord and how to live a Christian life and uh, the things to do and not do and things of that sort. Uh, and, and I just imagine myself being there uh, as he preached or as he, as he gave this sermon on the Mount to uh, the audience was the, the Jewish uh, Christians. And um, as he gave this, this, this sermon... Um, it was for them to apply, uh, and, and the disciples as well. Uh, but it was for them to apply. Uh, but I just imagine being there that day that the Sermon on the Mount was uh, preached, uh, or when Jesus was saying all these things. Uh, so as we get into this, I just want you to keep in mind uh, that verse, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And we're going to get into all of that. But uh, if you will look at verse 24. So verse 24 says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. 
Uh, you cannot serve God and mammon. So earlier in this chapter, he goes over and talks about alms and prayers and forgiveness and fasting and treasure and how to conduct such things as Christians. That's how we're, how we're to, to do those. Uh, he talks about that. But then he comes to a point where he, he, he talks about uh, a comparison, uh, a God and mammon. Okay, there's, there's the, the comparison there. And if you will, I want you, I would like to direct your attention all the way back to Joshua to a very famous verse. And I know that uh, myself and uh, Brother John and Pastor, we were actually talking about this verse the other day. Uh, and, and, and it's, I mean, it's, it, it goes right here with it. So if you will, Joshua 24, and I know you guys all, everyone knows or has heard of this verse before, but Joshua 24, and if you looked in verse 15, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, when I, when I think about that verse, you know, that, that word there uh, in verse 15, choose you this day, that you're, you're, you are, there, there's a decision that has to be made on everyone's part. It isn't, uh, you know, mom or dad's decision, uh, although that is needed, uh, especially in today's homes, uh, but it's everyone's decision. Choose you this day. That's every day, daily. You have to choose whether you're going to serve God or you're going to serve whatever else. That's, how I, that's, that's pretty much what that verse is saying to me, is that you have a choice. Either choose you this day whom you will serve, and it's either going to be God or it's going to be whatever else. Um, and that's something that you need to ask yourself each day. Uh, you know, who are you going to serve? Who is it that you're going to serve for the days that you're here? You know, we're just passing through. This is uh, something I've been, I've been thinking about. We're just passing through, and we spend so much focus or so much energy on things that have no eternal value, absolutely none. But we drive ourselves crazy chasing all these things, chasing money, chasing fame, chasing success, chasing all these different things that have no eternal value. And Jesus, in, this, in, this, uh, in, in, the, in that chapter, uh, he, he's telling him that, look, you, you, have to, uh, you can't serve both, that you have to, you have to choose. Um, and you're faced with a decision daily. Each one of us are. And it is a struggle. It can be a struggle, especially in this world. Uh, and, it, and I heard this said the other day, too. Um, and, it, and it was really good. And it, really, it, it was a really good quote. But I heard uh, someone said that uh, today's Christians, uh, and I might tweak it a bit, but uh, today's Christians are only an arm's length away uh, from the world. And that's so true. I see the church, and it's so sad to see the church um, just being flooded with the world. And that's because we think that we need to change uh, the way the church is and change to reach people. And, and God's word doesn't change. Like, that needs to be grounded. Uh, Christians need to stand the ground. Christians need to uh, put, you know, put their faith in Christ and follow him. And that's daily. That's every day you have to pick up your cross and follow him. Um, I mean, that, you have to. You're faced with that decision. Uh, but in that verse, it says, choose you this day. Uh, whom you will serve. So, you know, going back to verse 24, you know, he has that, that, that verse says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mamma. And then you get to verse 25. Uh, we're going to look at the text here, 25 through 32. It says in verse 25, Therefore I say unto you, 
Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them, are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, tomorrow is cast into, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith, therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all of these things. So here we kind of see uh, a, 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 a comparison between the spiritual and the, uh, the, the, the material. Um, you know, we're, we're chasing things, like I was saying earlier, uh, that things that don't have eternal value. And what Christ is saying here is to, is to concern yourself with things that are spiritual. Concern yourself with things that are of Christ, of his kingdom, and what's to come. That, that, those are things that you need to concern yourself. He understands that you have needs. That's why he said over in verse 8, if you direct your attention over there, uh, chapter 6, verse 8, it says, Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. So he knows what you need. He knows every, every, everything that you're thinking, he knows. He, he knew it. He, he's known it. Um, but once again, you're faced with that decision. Who will you follow? Who, who will you choose to serve? Are you going to concern yourself with... Um, you know, things, you know, what, what's the priority in your life? I mean, that's, that's pretty much where we're going with this, or that I am right now anyways. Uh, but what, what's the priority in your life? You know, think about that. What is the priority in your life? What is it? You know, and, and the things that you spend most of your time doing are the things that you are concerned with, and those are the priorities that are in your life. And I'm just asking you to evaluate what are the priorities in your life. Is it God and His kingdom? I understand that you have needs, and so does God, and, and that's why he addressed it. He, Jesus addressed it right there in verse 8. He knows what you need, and he says there, that there and he's even saying, hey, don't, you know, don't worry about those things. I will take care of those. First, uh, concern yourself with me, which um, I'm going to move into that as well. Uh, verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these, all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first. Okay, the word seek, a careful concern and an earnest endeavor. Um, you know, seek ye. You know, that word first, that, that takes priority. It takes precedence. It's number one. It should be in your life. But Christians nowadays, I'm telling you, if you go out here, and I know many of you would uh, agree to this, and if you don't, then look for it. But Christians out there aren't seeking uh, first the kingdom of God. They're seeking, they're, they're seeking things... Uh, you know, that are worldly. You know, a lot of even Christians, we're, you know, we're seeking things that, we're seeking drugs. We're seeking alcohol. We're seeking, and I know there's kids in here, but there's a lot of things uh, that Christians even are seeking that are absolutely in complete opposition to what God and his kingdom represents and is. I mean, that's just a fact. It really is. And as Christians, we need to come back and humble ourselves, and we got we to come back to Christ, and we need to seek uh, God and his kingdom. And I understand that it says, uh, and all these things shall be added unto you. And it's talking about, you know, doing, when you seek him, he will take care of those things. Now, understand the word first. That doesn't mean you just, you know, live care, you know, carefree and just, 
uh, don't, don't worry about anything. No, it, first means that there's things to follow, okay? So it's, I understand, if you, if, you know, God gave you a job. Yes, you need to go to, you know, get, go to work. That's how you make some money. That's how you can take care of those things, and he provides those things. But the, thing, the question is, is what is the priority in your life? What's first in your life? That, that's, that's the question. What is first? Is it God or is it self-fulfillment? Is it sin or is it God? Is it his kingdom or is it your kingdom? Are you trying to establish your own kingdom here on earth by, see, by, by chasing wealth, chasing things that when you, when you step off into eternity uh, that have no value, absolutely none. Like there's no value. You know, Christians need to, Christians, myself included, um, trust me, when I stand up here and say this, uh, you know, a lot of things that preachers or uh, pastors or ministry, anyone that, that's teaching or preaching ministry, whatever, Christians, period. But either ways, you know, when we get up here and preach, usually the message has a lot to do with the preacher uh, and has a lot to do with their own life. And when they're convicted of those things and God puts them on their hearts, these are things that preachers and, that, have, that, have, that have dealt with, okay? Uh, they really are. Um, you know, I've, 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 I've had my, my priorities messed up. I've had my focus messed up in my life. There was times in my life where I was chasing the wrong things, chasing things that had no eternal value, absolutely none. It was, my, it was me first, me first. It was what I wanted. It was what I desired. And all of it was in opposition uh, to, to God and his word and who he is uh, and, 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 and all of that. So once again, you know, what is it that you're seeking? You know, what is it that you're seeking? What is it? Ask yourself that. What are you seeking? You know, every day we have people that are uh, chasing. They're, they're spending their entire lives. I, I don't want to say I wasted, but it took me a long time. Uh, well, 35, I would say. So I, I'd say from, I guess, birth to 35, you know, I spent all those years, you know, chasing the things of the world, chasing this and chasing that and, and concerning myself with this and concerning myself with that. And the whole time I was missing the kingdom of God. I wasn't seeking him. I, I, I wasn't. I, my life, I, okay, and a lot, that's another thing. Christians say, oh, yeah, that I'm, I'm seeking the Lord, but they live a completely opposite or a completely different uh, lifestyle than what they, they say they believe. Uh, I mean, that's just, that's, that's the truth. Uh, and, and that's like a lot, oftentimes I can, I can get up here uh, and whoever else gets behind the pulpit and we can preach uh, a sermon for an hour, 30 minutes, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesdays, but there's still so many hours throughout the week where, you know, every one of you is a living sermon. I mean, really. Uh, the preacher gets up and preaches a sermon, yes, but every one of you, wherever you go in your life, you are a walking sermon. You are a, you are a testimony uh, on, on what God has done in your life. And, you know, people see what you concern yourself with. What is your priorities in life? You know, th- th- that's just a question that I've, I've really uh, I've dealt with here lately. And, it, it, man, I've been meditating on that. But I think about that, and like I was saying, I spent so many years wasting my life chasing the things that just don't matter. They don't matter. You know, what matters is Jesus Christ. That's what matters. And you need to be, uh, your Bible, I mean, we have his word. That totally matters. That, that, like, him and his kingdom is what matters. Those are things that you need to concern yourself with. All the other stuff will follow. But what you need to do is be obedient to Christ and, and, uh, his, and uh, you know, the kingdom and following him and living out and picking up your cross daily and uh, living a Christian life according to the word, not what your philosophy is, okay? That's another thing. It isn't, oh, I don't care if you believe whatever so-and-so said. It's, does it line up with the word? 
Those are things that uh, we as Christians, myself included, need to step back, humble ourselves, and examine. And, you know, if there needs to be changed, then so be it. Make those changes. Uh, but quit living a life of uh, a life in sin and, and walking around proclaiming that you're a Christian. You're living a life that isn't uh, that of a Christian. Okay? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Quit seeking uh, the fulfillment of the flesh, uh, the sin, the, just all of that. Why, why? Don't quit seeking that stuff. Uh, but one thing I wanted to add to that was this, is it says, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Actually, let me back up. I want to hit this note real quick. Um, you know, it's, 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 I was telling Brother Bill uh, earlier that, you know, we preachers, you know, we go through all the, there's so much stuff that's going in and out, and there's so much that, that's, yeah, they, that God's putting on my heart, and, I, and I'm growing, and I'm learning, and I'm, 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 I'm just completely surrendering myself. And praise God for the three uh, last week for the surrender, if you didn't know. Uh, praise God for that. Um, but there's, there's things that, that, that go through us, and, and we think about, and we meditate on, and we're like, man, you know, if I could get up here and preach all of that, you know, it'd be great. And, and yes, it would be. But I believe that a lot of that stuff is, those are things that need to be lived out in my life as well. So maybe I won't, I, I, sometimes I don't get up here and say other things that I've been thinking about all week, and I, and I would love to, but, you know, by the Lord's leading, you know, I'm, I'm saying what, you know, He wants me to say, and I'm really trying to keep it in the right spirit, uh, just because it's, uh, it's a reflection of what's inside. So, um, but going back to O ye of little faith in that verse there, I wanted to touch on this. It says, um, in verse 30, at the end of that, it says, O ye of little faith. And it's talking about God uh, providing these things uh, that we tend to worry and consume ourselves with. Okay? Now, here, here's a question I want to ask you. It says, O ye of little faith. So we concern ourselves with these things day to day. Uh, we do. We waste so much time chasing these things. Okay? Well, here's a question I want to ask you oh, when it says, O ye of little faith. You know, as Christians... Uh, you know, first off, to be a Christian, you know, believing in Jesus Christ. Uh, if, if we believe in Jesus Christ and that through him we're able to spend eternity um, with him uh, in heaven, you know, then how is it that we can't trust him to supply our daily needs? You see, that was something I kind of thought about. You know, it took me a little while to think about that when it said, oh, ye of little faith. Like, why, why was that written there? Why, why was O ye of little faith put there? And, and, and it's, to me, and, and what I believe this to say is that when it says O ye of little faith, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a question, um, no, it's a question mark then. It, it's a question to examine your faith, you know. You, you, you say you're a Christian, you're going to heaven. Okay, then why can't you trust God to supply the things that you need? He knows what you need. He knows exactly what you need. So, you know, Maybe you need to look at your faith. You know, if you believe that, start trusting him. You know, pastor preached a sermon last week on Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And uh, that was actually a sermon that I was actually working on. So, Brother Terry, I know what you're talking about when, you, when you're in sermon preparation. And, you know, you hear these, these sermons preached and the text that's used. And I know that, you know, God led me to this one. But I, and I'm still work, still, you know, but that was, that was an, a thing that he just wanted me to, um, to, to learn. And maybe I need to to hear it from pastor instead of uh, trying to take the lead on that myself. 
but that was actually a text that I had used or a passage that I had used when I was in Korea uh, because I'd never been around the world, uh, at least on my own, aside from deployment and stuff like that. But uh, going to Korea, and that was where, you know, I really felt uh, the Lord taking control of my life and leading me in the direction that he wants me to leave, leave, live it. Um, so I use that verse, and so that verse has a, a pretty significant meaning uh, to me. And, you know, certain passages, they just... They're just a little closer to you, you know, as you read. Everyone has their, their verses that we, they, they tend to go to, or a life verse, if you will. Uh, uh, and that's one of the ones that I have as well. It's a verse that's, uh, and it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Okay, trust in the Lord. And that, that kind of goes here, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Well, in order to do that, that's, you know, we have to, we, we have to trust the Lord. We do. Um, because we're so worried about all those other things. And it's like, man, why are we worried about those things? Um, but yeah, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Okay. Now, what I want to do is I want to direct your attention to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. And I'm going to start at verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. Now, I heard somebody say, I don't know, it might have been recently. They say, why did he come at night? He's probably embarrassed. You know, here he is, this, this really intelligent uh, religious person, you know, and here he is seeking Jesus by night. Why didn't he go during the day? I don't know. Just, just curious. Anyways, and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. So he at least acknowledged it. Uh, oh, oh, God be with him. Okay. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, truly, truly, uh, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's Christ saying those words there. Okay? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So there you kind of get an idea as well of what it takes, you know, to enter into the kingdom of God, and that is being born again. Uh, you have to be born again. There is no uh, entering uh, without being born again. Uh, and the only way that you can be uh, born again uh, is by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. It says over in John, okay, we can turn there, 14, uh, this is another famous verse, 14, 6, uh, it says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So I don't care how much good deeds you do in this world. I don't, you can, it doesn't matter. You cannot work your way to heaven. If, you, if, you, if that's your plan, then I, let me know so I can pray for you and we, we, can, we can talk about it. Uh, and hopefully you can come to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Because I don't want anyone in here to go to hell. That, that's, I don't want anyone to go to hell. Um, so, whew, all right, gotta keep it together, keep it together, mm. so, but it says, I am the way, the truth, and life, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me, if ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him, all right, and then, uh, I want to direct your attention over to 1 Corinthians 6, and 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, Read this. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, unrighteous, that being those that 
have not trusted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. In order to become or to, to be righteous is only through Jesus Christ. Okay? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters. I, I, I know, I know, woo, I know I'm messing up. Nor idolaters, I guess. Nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now here's a verse. And such were some of you, and me. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So I want you to look at that again, the very first part. And such were some of you. Okay? I don't know about you, but that's, that's all of us. Um, now, uh, you know, as we, as we live our lives and we come across people like this, notice Christ didn't just concern himself with, uh, you know, the ones that were right or the ones that did good or whatever, all that stuff. No, he, he was, they, they even questioned, like, why do you eat with sinners? You know, things like that. So as we live our lives, don't be so quick to judge people. You know, you don't know. There's people out there that need Jesus Christ just like we once did. I know I needed Jesus Christ, uh, and I was lost without him. And I was living a life full of sin without him. And before I come to know Jesus Christ, my Savior. So when you're out there and you see people that are struggling or people that are, that are living, as, as you see some of those uh, examples given there, um, don't be so quick to just write them off. Okay, how about you, how about you go over there and present them with the gospel of Christ. Maybe that's what they need. Maybe that's why you're there and that you can see them. Maybe that's a divine like appointment that God sets you up or puts you at because God doesn't, it ain't no coincidence. You know, just like there's no coincidence why uh, you're here tonight. God has every one of us here for a reason. Uh, he really does. So the next time you're out in public or wherever you may be, don't be so quick to write off some people just because uh, you, yeah, you're righteous now, but before you weren't. Okay, don't 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 forget. You know, there's a lot of people uh, that that won't that that won't go to heaven. Uh, you know, are you going to contribute to that, or are you going to try to reach those uh, with the gospel and try to uh, reach as many as you can, or at least be faithful and go and present them with the gospel? You know, are, are you going to do that? These are things that we need to be doing. These are things we need to be concerning ourselves with. These are all things uh, that that should be up on our list of priorities. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of touch on that, but it says, And such were some of you, but ye are washed. And there it goes. And ye, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. It says, Lord Jesus. There is no other way to, to the kingdom of God. None. There's no other way. It's only through Jesus Christ. So, you know, I don't know if, if everyone in here is saved or not. Um, only you know that. And I want you to, to truly ask yourself, you know, am I saved? You know, and, and if you aren't, I, I'm, I'm pleading with you, please, please put the pride, put it to the side and, and surrender and come forth and uh, trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I'm telling you, if you want to live a life where uh, it's full of just his glory and his joy, there's, I'm telling you, I do not, nobody, reg- I think pastor says, nobody regrets trusting the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. No one, no one does. No one ever says, hey, you know what? I regret giving my life to the Lord. And I'm going to tell you what. For me, out of those 30, I'm 37. So out of those 37 years, well, at 35, uh, you know, at 35, it took me 35 years to really kind of like, kind of really get it, hone in on what it is that God wants for me to do or wants for me in my life. Uh, it took me some time to realize that. Yeah, I'd been saved, but 
I really wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't a priority to me to seek the kingdom of God. That, that wasn't my priority. It just wasn't. And because of that, I spent years going through, and you're going to go through some tribulations as a Christian. You will. But through those tribulations uh, and those, those trials and those things where you, you, where you go through, uh, learn from those. You know, teach others. Teach your children. Teach your friends. Be an influence. Help others. Uh, edify one another. Encourage one another. Um, you know, bring each other along. Help each other. Uh, and, and, you know, that's what we need to be doing. And, and I'm telling you, I, I, don't, I don't regret any bit of it. I think that the best life lived is one lived for Jesus Christ. That's, that's what I've come to uh, realize, and it took me some time because, and I don't care if you're, I don't know how old the youngest kid is in here. I don't know. We'll go with his birth. There we go. Uh, <laughs> that covers everybody. You know, birth to 150. No one's older than that. So, you know, all of us, I don't care where you're at in that spectrum. You know, if you've been living your life for you and for, you know, whatever it is, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you and, and, uh, to, to consider that and to, you know, trust the Lord with that. You, you know, what time you have left, that next breath you take is God-given. It's not, it's not just things that these, it isn't just coincidence, okay? There's a purpose for everyone in here. And God has a purpose for every one of you, just like me, my kids as well, uh, everyone in here. Uh, but what, don't spend your whole life, you know, trying to live for yourself, focusing on things that are temporal and things that are of this world and all of that, when, when you could be living the best life ever doing God's will. Uh, for your, that, that's what you need to be concerning yourself with. That's the best life that you can live while you're here. And it only gets better to come. I don't know if I worded that right, but it gets better, you know, uh, as, as we, we move along, as we pass through. So, uh, but I wanted to give you some quotes before I uh, close here in a minute. But here's, a, here's one that kind of took me a minute to kind of really, I guess, filter this. But it says, today is the tomorrow that we worried about yesterday. Because this text does, it does concern itself with worry uh, and anxiety things of that sort as well um and i'm not i'm not saying that we and this isn't this isn't a uh um a prosperity message either all right let me clear that up just so that we're not confused uh this isn't i'm not saying to neglect and just be like well i guess i'm not going to work no more you know uh i'm not saying that what i'm saying is that the, the word first means it, it should be the priority those other things yeah they, they follow and, and god knows that but it, he's emphasizing and, and trying to get the audience to, to, to see that he is first. His kingdom is first. Uh, and that, that should be first in your life. And it should be seen in your life. And, and by seen, I mean by things that you involve yourself with, things that you tend to, things that you stay away from. You know, his kingdom, uh, is, is, that's what we should be seeking. Okay? But anyways, if you want that quote again, today is the tomorrow that we worried about yesterday. Man, we need to quit worrying. Here we are. We're Christians, and we're worrying. We have Almighty God on our side, and here we are worrying. You know, I struggle with that. I struggle with that as well. I have, you know, my wife and my kids, and, you know, and there's times where I struggle with worry. I do, as a parent, as, and even as a friend, uh, trying to protect my family. You know, the, the, I have worries. I do. But once again, I need to trust in the Lord. That's, that's what we need to be doing is trusting the Lord, not worrying. Um, but seek the first every day. Let waking thoughts be of God. Man, I talk about a way to start your day. You know what I mean? Beautiful way to start your day. And then uh, 
here's something, too, that I wanted to make sure you have as well. Uh, God is ever pictured in Scripture as the God of the present. Okay, just because, you know, here we are, we read a Bible. This Bible, yeah, it has stuff from past, but that doesn't mean uh, God is done. You know, like, he's not done. Okay, this isn't, he's, he's not done. There's so much in this, in his word uh, that, that it, it's present. It's, it's applicable. Every bit of it uh, is applicable. And, and there's so much to come. Oh, and, I, and I get excited. Like, what is the joy in Christians? What is the joy in Christians today? You know, why, why are Christians walking around as if, you know, we're on our way to heaven. You know, like that's, that's that like, where's your joy at? Why, where is your joy? Why are you getting so frustrated? And I'm, and I'm really, this is why I'm trying to be in the right spirit. You know, why, why are you getting frustrated with things of this world when, you, when, you, when you're azimuth? If you, well, no, I'm not going to explain all of that. Uh, it, when your GPS, okay, is set to, to his kingdom. You see what I'm saying? Like, why are we walking around like that? Why, why so much anger? Why, and, I, and there's times I get mad and frustrated too. And I get, I get caught in the flesh. I know that. But remind yourself, hey, keep the priority first. God's kingdom. Him and his kingdom. God first. Like, that's, that's what you need to be concerned yourself with. Um, so, uh, I hope that this message has been a blessing to you. But the question still remains, uh, you know, who, who are you going to serve? Who, who are you going to serve? Who are you going to seek? You know, what is it that you're going to seek? Ask yourself that. So, uh, these are things that I've been thinking about, uh, that, that I've been meditating on so much, and Man, I'll tell you what, when you meditate on God's word, it is a, it is a, a fulfill, it is so filling. It really is. Um, and if you, if you don't believe that or you don't think that, then try that. Please try that. And I'm telling you, uh, you will not be, uh, forsaken, uh, cause God, he will not forsake his children. Uh, but once again, verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. We know it's, it's we, don't worry about that stuff. We know it's, it doesn't matter. Hey, we have God on our side. Um, we really do, we have God on our side, so. Uh, but just ask yourself that. What, are you, what is it that you seek? Uh, is it God or is it, is it, is it self? Uh, whatever else it may be in your life. What is it that you seek? So uh, I would ask that everyone uh, go ahead and bow their heads and close their eyes. We'll go ahead and Miss Michelle makes her way to the piano, please. I'd like for you to think on that, that question. What is it that you concern yourself with? What is it that you seek? Are you saved? If not, um, get that settled today. That's only between you, God. Uh, if you have questions, uh, I'm available, as well as many other men are available in the church. But I just ask you to seek the kingdom of God. Seek Him and all that you do. Uh, be faithful. Trust Him. He is trustworthy. Altars are open. If you feel led to, you can make your way to the altar.